hello and welcome to another Georgia Music Gamers podcast. I will be your host as usual. My name is Cyber. Thank you for listening as always. We've got a couple of new people in the room chilling out with us tonight. This is going to be a pretty laid back episode. We're going to be talking about Momocon today. And you must be wondering why. It's because next week... In about six days, 13 hours, one minute, and 15 seconds, as of the time I said that, it will be Momocon time. And Momocon, uh, translator's note, Momo means peach. (laughs) And this is Atlanta's premier, I guess, gaming, comics, animation convention. They're not trying to corner the anime market just yet. I mean, maybe they are, who knows. But it's pretty much like the gaming con, and each year it's gotten bigger and bigger. It has become a gaming con. It has become a gaming con. Very. Well I mean, it put. started. It started mostly as an anime con with some gaming stuff on the side, but it has, it has taken over gaming. I'd say in the in the southeast. <clears throat> and that is very true because now, they got well, in the most recent previous years they've had, land setups. They've had all sorts of gaming. They've got tabletop stuff. Uh, it's being held at the Georgia World Congress center by the way it's a pretty big venue but the big draw for me and i assume most of the people that are going this year that are in this room is the gaming room that run by tokyo attack and if you've been to any convention in, in the past i don't know what five years is that how long anthony's been running his business tokyo attack is like one of the bigger arcade game providers run by our friend anthony capo bianco aka anthony capo bahanko Aka <laughs> Sheets Man. Anyway, he's a good. You know, he he knows. He's pretty well known in the in the community. Good friend of ours, and he usually brings a ton of arcade machines down to Momocon because the person who runs the show is insane and pays for all of them. So it's pretty much a guaranteed time, good time if you're into arcade games. Anyway, uh, this is the website. If you guys haven't signed up yet, you, can, you still can. You can still go. Plenty of stuff to do there. Registration at the door, I think, goes up to a high price. I'm checking the website right now. Four days at 75 bucks, But you can do individual days if you like. Um, anyway, I highly recommend you come. Uh, Momocon used to be... I mean, John can probably talk more about it because he was around back then. Momocon used to be this con- used, yeah. to, used to be a convention run at Georgia Tech. Yeah, it was a... So the same person who's running the whole show ran it way back at the first Momocon. Her name's Jess. Uh, <clears throat> so she's about the only constant, I think, between those old days and the new days. Um, most of the people who were involved in the very first Momocon are no longer uh, working with Momocon. So it's, it's actually a very different con than when it started. But when it started, it was a uh, funded by the anime club at Georgia Tech. <laughs> And uh, it was mostly an anime con. And, I mean, the only reason I was even asked is because she knew me because I worked at the uh, Georgia Tech Arcade, and I had rhythm game stuff and rhythm game connections. That's really the only reason I was even involved in the first couple of cons. Right. I ran a rhythm gaming room. Um, uh, you know, for a little small rinky-dink con that was free, um, there was no entry fee at the time. It was uh, pretty well, actually. I mean, there's one thing Jess is really good at is uh, organizing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, She's grown it into quite a quite the con these days. Yeah. I mean, How long ago was this? I mean, this was what? So I was actually in college. Over, <laughs> That's a long time ago. Over 10 years. Yeah, it was like 2004, I think. 2004, 2005. Yeah. Something like that. Goodness. Yeah, that was a long time ago. I, mean, I, I yeah, no, because the fourth Momocon was 2006, actually, wasn't right. it? Yeah, I think so. That was the one that I, like... They told me, you need to register. I said, no, I don't. And I just walked. Because <laughs> it was still free at the time. And like I was a student at Georgia Tech. And they weren't going to tell me I couldn't go into the student center. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, ba- basically, the, the convention was held in like several empty buildings <laughs> around the, over the course of a weekend. And so like they used some of the old like, COC buildings. Wasn't that right? The old college computing it was all student center. Was it all student center? Oh my god! Yeah. Because I remember yeah. walking to like a different building, 
to go with like Gerald and they had some games set up at a different building entirely. So when Gerald was involved, I think that was after I wasn't. So I'm not, maybe there was, I, I think the only reason I even went that day uh, was we were going to go to final round because it was the same weekend and uh, there were tornadoes. So we ended up just staying put. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I don't really, uh, once you get past Momocon three, I don't really know what was where. Uh, I was directly involved in one and two, and uh, our friend Drew was involved in three, and I helped him. And that's really all I really have memories of. Suffice it to say, the the, the whole thing has grown ridiculously huge. And oh, incredibly! I mean, like <laughs> they, they've got sponsorships. They've got you know, obviously it's a paid it's a paid event now. Wait, you're gonna say something? I saw a bill, I, I saw a billboard today on eighty five mm-hmm. for Momocon. Yeah, they actually they they've been doing that for the past couple of years. Ever since they went to the Georgia World Congress Center, and they actually put banners all over downtown, so there's a lot more presence uh, in the downtown area. There was actually one facing on I-75 South as well, so there's actually quite a few. It's great. I don't know. I mean, I kind of have an idea of how they do this, how they do their advertising and and all that stuff. But it's it's gotten to the point where it's like you know it's huge. I mean, it's a huge monster of a convention, which is great because we need more things to do in the in the area. So, what's like a ballpark number of attendance in the past couple of years? Shoot, I mean, I I want to say they hit already five figures of people registered. They definitely hit five figures. I, I feel like Anthony's said in the past that it was like thirty thousand yeah, last like, year. Thirty one thousand last year. Yeah, I just looked it up. Yeah, easily. It's no, bad. I just looked it up. Thirty one thousand okay, last year. Good. Yeah. So going from like at the campus of Georgia Tech to I think they for a couple of years there they went to um where they have where they have Dragon Con. Yeah, they went to I think one of the Dragon Con hotels. The Dragon they were Con in the Marriott, I think. Yep. And then now they've settled on the Georgia World Congress Center. So yeah, it's a brief history of the convention itself. Uh, apparently, Joe's doing this. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> playing two DX around one, I guess. Playing two DX. So uh, some of the games that Tokyo Attack are bringing. Uh, has this list been made official? Are we at liberty to share this list? I think so. And it's only I'm a week away, sure. so I'm pretty sure it's official. Yeah. Okay, so Vince posted it. Does anybody have the list of games handy by any chance? Man, all I know is that he's bringing his guitar machines, and that's the reason I bought a ticket. You did the right thing. Oh, here it comes. This will be the first time I'll have attended a Momocon on my own dollar. Well, actually, the first time I've attended a Momocon on my own dollar, because the only times I ever went was uh, when it was free or when I was given a badge. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I found the list. It's, it's, a, it's a pretty big list. I mean, I, I think... Last I heard, Anthony was bringing something like upwards of four trucks to fit all the stuff on there. But I'll just go over it really quickly. It's in the chat if you can see it. Or is it there? No, you guys can't see it, can you? I'm looking at it from my from my end. Jesus. Lots of games. All right. Pump it up. <laughs> so you got 2DX. You got some Beatstream, DDR, uh, two cabs, Extreme, and... Dan Evo, Dance Maniacs, Future Tom Tom, Gitador, which is the reason why John came in the first place, Groove Coaster, right. <laughs> Hatsune Miku, that's for Tony, In the Groove, Eight Cabs of U Beat, uh, Mai Mai, which is new, it's a laundry laundromat simulator, you might have heard of it, uh, Music Gun Gun 2, Musica, Neon FM, which I actually haven't played yet. Um, I need to try that out. It's been out for years. Two poppins. How many cons have you been to that have had Neon FM that you like just never five? And I just never got around to do it. I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's a freaking mobile game now, so it's like I should have no excuse, but I've never gotten around to it. So, uh, pump it up. Prime, Reflect Beat, Sound Voltix, Tyco, and then he's bringing he's bringing a sizable amount of fighting cabs. He did that before, uh, but he's gonna have like some DBZ fighters on there. Oh, he's bringing four of the Gundam model battle pods. He brought one last year as like a tester. That thing had a 30-minute line anytime the arcade was open. So now that he has four, it's going to be even more ridiculous. Uh, got hours it's going to be like a two-hour line. Yeah. No. <laughs> Super table flip, uh, which is pretty fun. 
Gunslinger Stratos, which is one of his new games that I think Round One had it, and Anthony was like, I should get one of those too, so he did. Uh, he's bringing four of the initial decabs, uh, MVC Infinite, which is on his little his uh, some of his uh, Chulex he likes to call them, they're Chinese Vlex clones. Uh, Silent Scope Bone Eater, which is really fun. Street Fighter Five, The Bishiwashi Tekken Seven, and Virtual On. I don't think he's bringing any more than that. I have not heard, but the, in the past he has brought in, he's brought extra stuff that wasn't on his contract just because just again, like I said, it just is very good to him. So <laughs> there's a good chance he might have something extra. Who knows? We'll see what he can what fit. What could he bring though? What could he bring? He's bringing like everything. Yeah. He's yeah. Bring, well, he's. I didn't see Dance Maniacs on well, that list for. It's one. on there. Oh, it's on. Okay, never mind. I just read it, didn't I? I don't know. So he's bringing everything. He's effectively bringing everything. I mean, he might be bringing everything. He's yeah, just just always wants everything, from my understanding. And and the Gundam pods are going to be in one truck. Yeah. <laughs> basically. Yeah, those things. Twice. Are huge. You're going to put four of those in one truck. Those things are huge. Yeah, these things are. Really but like, huge. I'm I'm saying that's the only thing that's going to be in one of those trucks. <laughs> Because this list isn't even bringing up the fact that Otaku Oasis, I think, is going to be there, too. So he's also bringing a freaking ton of UFO catchers and uh, picture machines, too. Is that confirmed? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the pretty is, is, is Otaku, are, are they confirmed coming, for sure? I remember hearing that a long time ago. Okay. I, wasn't I sure. actually don't... I'm not sure now. Because well, I, I know that um, one of the girls that worked at last year is not listed as working Otaku Oasis at Momocon. She's just as guest relations, and I don't know what that is. Okay. Well, either way, I mean, come and find out. How about that? <laughs> see, <laughs> see if there is Otaku Oasis. Otaku Oasis is like print club machines and a lot of UFO capture, catchers and figurines and stuff. It's like The website some... says Otaku Oasis will be on hand with both UFO catchers and Purikura in the... Oh, this is 2017. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It, that, I don't think it was confirmed for 2018, but we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll wait and see. What's going on? Their website hasn't been updated for 20. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, as you can see, there's going to be a considerable amount of things to do. Just And that's just the arcade. That's not even including the other sections of the convention. Uh, I guess we should probably go ahead and give a shout out to the tournaments. Uh, Vincent recently posted up some information about that too. And I want to say it's under the announcements. Uh, it's under events. Under events. There we go. Yeah. All right. So I'm just going to go ahead and copy and paste all his junk because he likes to type up lots of stuff. So this is a new one. You guys are playing. I thought you were going to run that at, at 8 a.m. It looks like it's going to be at 11. <laughs> you guys are running yeah, a sound, that early. sound Voltex tournament at 11 on Saturday. Right? Are you going to be running yeah. that one, Trek? Uh, well... I think that we're, it's just sort of a collective thing because Adrian, a.k.a. Afa, a.k.a. Zazirium, made the original rule set, and then he got TBL Kitten, who's in here right now, to make the rule set. So overall, it was just sort of a group collective thing. Not, so not, no one's really running it. It'll, well, I mean, surely someone's going to keep track of the bracket. That'll probably be Afa. Cool. I'm assuming you're going to enter it? Of course. So this is technically, I guess this is the, technically the first Sound Voltex tournament in Georgia, according to what Kevin was saying, right? Yeah, I think I think so. I mean, I'm assuming that there wasn't one before round one is open, and I've been a- around since just a little bit after round one opened, and I've never seen anything about a Sound Voltex tournament. And there just really hasn't been as much of the demand until recently, like really in... The past couple months, the Soundvolt 6 community up in here has really kicked it up a notch, along with the Floridians being up in here. Look at all them Floridians. Are you going to enter too, Wart? Uh, I am entered already. <laughs> nice. Uh, Shoutouts to Kitten for unmuting himself <clears throat> for like one second. Some, somebody, I, I actually don't know who it was <laughs> specifically, but they DM'd me to, to tell me that somebody at round one said that I was really good, and I was like, oh, they're, they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Somebody randomly messaged you to tell you that someone else said that you were good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
that's a little convoluted there, but <laughs> awesome. Well, so yeah, there's you got Woosh Mania in the morning, and we got some pump going on it too. Vince, man, come on, bro, what are you doing? He responded to me, and he didn't. He's away though. Yeah, he's away. Vince is probably going to be running that. That would be my guess. I'm not clicking any of those links, but they're all there. And this is DDR at five. Uh, you need a badge to enter, of course. Well, you need a badge really to get into the event. I don't. That should be a given. But do you know? If... Say that. That's why uh, AWA doesn't make money because it's too easy to get the stuff without a badge. Let's not uh, trash AWA. <laughs> <laughs> I get the stuff without it. Well, technically, I do get a badge, but I'm not paying for my badge because I'm helping out at the convention. Let's see, there's qualifiers, finals. Is there an entry fee for any of these? Or is it just badge required? I don't think so. Oh, no. Uh, well, not for ours, at least. I'm looking at the rule set. It doesn't seem like there is. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, Even a, I joined it. Is there a payout for any of them? I don't know. Yes, there's payout for at least the DDR and pump it up ones. BJ, but the payout, there, I don't cash. There's going to be like a couple small little prizes. There's no cash payout for SoundVolt Text. Yeah. But like typically, if there's an entry fee, there's a cash prize, and if there's not an entry fee, yeah, I mean, there wouldn't be an expectation of a cash prize. Like what what they've done in the past is like give you badges for like next year's event and stuff like that, which I think is you know, you're saving if you get a badge for next year, it's you're effectively saving at least fifty bucks, <laughs> as long as it's not another DJ hero. No, nah, <laughs> that's a, a magfest thing. <laughs> I mean, for our tournament specifically for Sound Voltex, mm-hmm. we just wanted to encourage as much, since it's not really an established tournament, you know, DDR and Pump It Up, those have been going on for a while. Since it's not really an established tournament, we kind of wanted to get as much participation as we could. So we didn't want to ward people off who, you know, I mean, I am know that I'm not going to win, but I still want to enter, you know what I mean? Yeah, we didn't want to ward those kind of people same. off just because they would have to pay. Yeah, and you should, you should. I mean, like, really, like, it's it's just for fun. If you play the game in any capacity, you should go ahead and enter and get to know people. I mean, that's, that's the whole right. that's the whole point yeah. of conventions, right? Like, yeah, go ahead, Raven. I I I can barely even do 16s, and I know Chuck over here is much better than I am. I I just said no reason not to. Yeah, it's it's for fun. You get to know people, you get to hang out. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, really, the issue is whether or not people are going to be awake at 11. <laughs> That's yeah, I noticed. That that tends to be an issue. Oh, 11... Is it at eleven p.m. No, this is, this is at eleven in the morning. Which okay, that, then. that doesn't sound early, but when you're when you're talking three days into Momocon and it's going to be a twenty-four hour game room, I think I'm going at like six a.m. every single day. Okay. What tournament? <laughs> I'm going. Sound Voltex is at eleven on Saturday. Oh, I I sleep. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I, I sleep. <laughs> 11 p.m. real shit. <laughs> I got I got a three year old man. I can't I can't be asleep at 11. Yeah, you don't have a choice. I mean, that's really the. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking about early in the morning, we have our own Kevin Dance Turner Dance Rush Turner Kevin Rush in here. <laughs> yeah. So what's going on early morning? I'm I'm assuming it's on Saturday, right? Like that's what I heard. Yes. It is unfortunately 8.30 in the morning, which I realize now doubly hurts because if you were doing, like, say, you really love us and you want to come in for our panel on Saturday, you actually can't do it single day on Saturday because the registration line doesn't open until after the panel is over. Wow. Yeah, it opens at 9 a.m., so by the time you're done with it, our panel's over. Didn't it used to be, like, 7, though? I guess 8.30 is sort of an improvement from 7. No, last year started at 10. Oh. That's why we were confused when we got it's like, wait, they must have been 8.30 p.m. or 10. They can't possibly mean 8.30. Oh, they, they're serious. Can you get a single day pass on the, the day that is not the day of the pass? Yeah, you'd have to walk in on Friday, say you want a Saturday one, come back with the Saturday one the next day, which I promise absolutely no one is going to do. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you could also do a two-day pass. They do two-day passes, right? I was looking at the website. It seems like they have some combination of multi-four-day, one-day, one-day, one-day. Capcom Live is ten bucks. Capcom Live is ten bucks. Oh, I didn't even realize. Yeah, I already got my ticket for that. 
So you could you could a la carte. Uh, I mean, you're you're well. If you're gonna do two days, Friday and Saturday, you're better off just getting the four day. Cause like four, ten dollars more. Yeah, the four day is seventy five, but between Friday and Saturday it was forty five and fifty bucks a pop. And Sundays Sundays thirty dollars. So, yeah, get yourself a four day. Hopefully, most of you guys have already gotten your badges yet. No. Yep, I was an idiot. I was I mean, an idiot, and I didn't get the mail in, so I have to go get it from Free Ridge. I didn't get the mail in because I got it after May started. So, uh, so yeah, I'll have to go in line too, probably on Thursday. I volunteer, so I don't get mine until Wednesday when I'm setting up. Yeah, you actually have to help. Well, out. actually, since we're bringing uh, Victor, my son, we need to go to the line anyway to get the kids' badge. So we would need to go to the line one way or the other. Oh, that's and by the way. I believe it's kids up to 10. I mean, kids younger than 10, I believe, are free. No way. That's cool. Yeah. It's good to know. So all you dads and future dads, get your kids kids out there. I'm an uncle. Um, But instead of me complaining about my time the whole time, I should probably say what my panel actually is. Yeah, I was going to ask, what are you doing at 830 at Saturday in the morning? We're doing what everyone does at 8.30 in the morning. We are learning a new part... Well, I wouldn't say new part routine. We are learning a para routine, and it is at least convention-themed because we are learning Dreaming of You. That is the basis for what later became the second opening to One Piece. Lots of fun. Pretty easy. So you don't have to think too hard that early in the morning. And we also have some good backup stuff in case we finish that early because last year we did Running in the 90s which is significantly more difficult, and we still destroyed that in like 30, 40 minutes. Um, beyond that, if you can't join us at 8.30 in the morning, which we completely understand, uh, DM Ashra will be bringing his Ghetto Blaster Deluxe, and we'll probably be setting that up either outside or if we beg Anthony near Tokyo Attack. We have a fantastic list of para routines, both classic and new, so we will hopefully make it a little more accessible that way. If you end up setting up near the uh, arcade, you're guaranteed to get a bunch of people there for sure. Yeah, we can just basically point to, all right, so we're going to be doing yesterday. There's a Dance Evolution arcade machine. Uh, Dance Maniacs has a few of these on there too. Just practice over there and we'll be back in an hour. (laughs) That's your homework. Are they going to have Dance Maniacs at the convention? They will. Awesome. (laughs) Dance Maniacs confirmed. And it's uh, it's the ridiculous... Uh, special version dreamt up by our catastrophe, aka Alan. He's he's a madman. Nice. It's in case anyone why I mentioned it, uh, Night of Fire and Dan- or Dynamite Rave Super Euro version, their doubles ro- uh, versions on there are confirmed to be the par routines. The 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 maniac charts is what you're saying. Yes. <laughs> the ones where you use all the sensors. Although I would be very hesitant. To do that on a para machine, on a Dance Maniacs machine, because my arms are like I'm really tall, so I I whack the sensors. Can you do them without killing yourself? <laughs> yeah, I do them fairly normally. Like you do have to kind of lean over them a bit, yeah. like especially for like a Naya Fire's like salute moves, I guess. But like Dynamite Rave's routine was already so much sweeping your arms over stuff that it fits pretty naturally. Okay. So yeah, be, just be cautious. Dance Maniacs is really fun, but it's one of those games where you can actually hurt yourself considerably if you're not careful because of the way the sensors are set up. I meant to ask a uh, Dance Rush. Sorry. Oh, Dance Rush? No, man. Dang. No, but bro. Dance Maniacs is a fun one. <laughs> Dance Maniacs will definitely be there. <laughs> Unfortunately, for those who are not who are not aware, Atlanta, our round one Lithonia location actually got a dance rush machine and i think i went over this briefly uh maybe last podcast i don't remember but we have the machine it's up and running it has a card reader it's connected to the internet it's great it's it's running every day but we can't play it no none of us can play it and it's because we live in the state of georgia and somebody forgot (laughs) to get licensing (laughs) stickers for those machines and someone else noticed that two sound voltex machines didn't have any and like twenty Along other, with like twenty other cabs. Yeah, yeah twenty oh, total. Machines, Marlon said. So, so for those for those who aren't aware, like the Georgia Lotto has 
deep inroads in the state of Georgia, and they get most of their funding from from gambling and all that stuff to fund like scholarships. The Hope Scholarship is funded by lottery money and all that stuff. And so caught in, up in that are arcade machines, or specifically amusement machines. That's what they're referred to. And so there's t- different types of licenses. There's Class A licenses and Class B licenses. Uh, that, you know, there, there you go. That's a good example of what a sticker looks like. Class A is like coin-operated, typical games meant for amusement. And Class B are like gambling machines or machines where you otherwise win some type of prize. And you cannot run a machine in the state of Georgia, apparently, without having a sticker on there. And stickers have a cost, and they get you know they get renewed every so often. And whenever Dance Rush came in, those stickers did not come in with this machine. So we've been sitting staring at a machine for the past couple of weeks, unable to play it. <laughs> you know, it was it was great coming up from Florida, and I was like, oh cool, I'm gonna have four sample text cabinets to play on. And all of a sudden, I check Marlin posting in the arcade status. He's just like, oh, two of the Voltex machines are down because they don't have stickers. I'm just like, are you serious? <laughs> it's so ridiculous. <laughs> I was I was sitting there waiting, just hoping that they would say that the stickers would be in that weekend. I mean, I didn't mind because normally other round ones have only two cabinets, so it's fine. But it was kind of interesting to see that happen the week before I came. Yeah, I was way more bummed to just stare at the dance rush machine just sitting there. Yeah, sorry. Potter still has stickers. <laughs> at least I got stickers. Maybe next time. And literally only John cares and work. I care. I do. Wharton John, the guitar freaks, man. <laughs> I'm a I'm a drum maniac. Oh, yeah, I, like you're... Too. I play both. You have to have a balanced breakfast. You can't play one too much of one without the other. But, okay. Well, a lot of people seem to disagree. A lot of people play drum mania. Well, yeah, true. I mean, I I did a popularity contest a while back using Google mm-hmm. Sheets and a survey and the yeah, Adromania far and above won a bunch of them. I, well, I think the most popular game you can probably guess is 2DX. I haven't checked it in a while, but it's pretty solidly 2DX above everything else. Shoutouts to Debbie D. Alford, yeah, for ruining children's lives and not allowing people to play Dance Rush. Uh, there is one... It will let you play the tutorial, though. Okay, well, that's cool. I guess. So I dicked around on the tutorial and I'm pretty convinced I don't want to play Dance Rush. I had a dream about playing Dance Rush. I just remembered. Okay, how did it go? Uh, I was uh, the, <laughs> the, I was trying to figure out the note scheme. or like There was slide buttons and it looked kind of like DJ Hero, which like up and down like you were scratching but you had to use your feet. <laughs> but I don't, I don't think that's how it works, is it? I have no idea. It's got, it's got like a left sensor and a right... Well, it can sense where your left foot is and where your right foot is using the IR sensor. And then, uh, you know... It definitely, in, it definitely had to use can, my feet individually. Yeah, it's color-coded. On the demo, it can sense where a foot is. Yeah. It's not going to, like... You know, if you use the wrong foot on the wrong line, it's not going to... It's still going to work. Why did I... That's so weird. Oh, I, 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 I thought it was more forgot. precise than that. Well, it, it's your, your feet are color coded, and it does. Sense it tells you what you should use, yeah. but it's not. It, it can't tell if you use the proper foot or not. Well, and it can, like, if your right foot is down and your left foot is down, it knows which foot is the right foot. Like, it what can, if you turn it around? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It can tell where your feet are relative to each other, but it doesn't necessarily. I don't think it can tell your orientation unless I'm wrong. Like, well, it depends if you've lifted your feet or not. Yeah, like you. You're, well, you're... When we were playing the tutorial, I actually was using the wrong feet, and it still was giving me credit for them. Yeah, I think I think as long as you do the motions and match them, then you're. Yeah, I mean, actually, James or Dafty and I and Taylor Sponge, all all three of us and all six legs of us were on the machine and we were playing the tutorial, and it still worked. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You didn't record that. You should have recorded that for posterity. We didn't have anyone to record it. We were all on the machine. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, I, if the game worked, I'd, I'd play it. But you know, who knows what they're doing? We, I think, what's frustrating, the most frustrating about this whole thing is that we don't really know. Like, we've got a really cool technician in our channel, and 
he works at round one. He, 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 most of the time he has a handle on like what's going on and what's coming to the arcade. But this is one instance where like no one really knows. And it's kind of like, we just have to sort of wait and see. And yeah. Blame corporate. I call it, I, I called it earlier, the, the worst case <laughs> of blue balls that the entire Atlanta music game community has ever experienced. <laughs> Did you hear about the uh, the prank that um, uh, what's what's the technician's name? I keep forgetting Marlon. Marlon, uh, when we were there Tuesday, he wanted to pull a prank on you guys, but we decided not to do it. Uh, no, what happened there? He might as well tell. Okay, us. <laughs> <laughs> there there was a leak in round one, and it was at the pool table. So they put a bucket on the pool table, but that gave him the idea of pulling a possible prank where he turned off the dance rest machine and put a bucket of water on it and took a picture and said, there was a leak on the dance rest machine. It's broke. <laughs> oh, God. oh my God. <laughs> I, I told him, I told him I was totally up for it. I, I was, I was scared though. Cause I thought you guys would way overreact over it. Yeah, I would. Everyone would shit their pants, dude. Everyone's <laughs> waiting to play that for so long. <laughs> Yeah, I told him to make it more realistic. He should say that the uh, the Beat Mania booth is out as well. Oh, yeah, that would, that would piss off a lot more people. <laughs> well, only the left one because that's you know it's right next to Dance Rush. Dude, yeah, watch this happen next week, and no one believes Marlon. Yeah, no, right. Oh, wait, <laughs> like, shit! I spoiled it. Whoops. Actually, like in that general area, right? Uh, no, I the only leak I heard of was at the pool section. There well, no, 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 you're talking about recently. Over I'm over talking there. like months ago, like last oh, month. Oh, oh. Where, where they used to have Over by that area. Yeah, the, the Mario, the, the Mario, Mario Olympic, the, the Mario Olympic game, I think is what it was. There was a leak directly above there. There was a hole in the roof or something. And so that, that one of the machines got, like, one of the machines got soaked, but yeah, that's. There was Accurately any... emulate swimming. It, exactly. <laughs> the <laughs> swimming event. There was one more thing I wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Okay, so I don't know if a date has been such set. I feel like there has been. And we'll find out. I want to say it's on Saturday. But Vince is trying to get everybody together to take a group photo. Some some point during the, the weekend. Do you guys know if he, if he selected a time? For that i haven't heard anything say hey, hey vince did you pick a time for the photo we can just ask him right now but yeah the the at some point during the <laughs> at, some, <laughs> at some point during the uh the weekend we're going to try to get everybody together probably at the arcade section i mean i would imagine that's where it makes most sense and uh, we'll get everybody together and take a photo as a group. He'll probably post it on the, uh, the Facebook group, the Atlanta Music Gamers Facebook group there. So just be aware. Try to keep track of the Discord and probably the Facebook page. I'm sure he'll update us whenever he gets a time and place. But uh, I think he's done that before. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm thinking of a different convention. But I think it'll be a fun time. And then at that point, we could probably all hang out and say, hey, what's up? And if it's dinner time, maybe we can go get something to eat nearby my guess is it'll be after the i think ddr tournament's the last and because the prize is a uh, korean food by that we mean waffle house that might be when we do it that sounds good to me all right that poor waffle house man that place <laughs> there's, there's there's more than one in the vicinity it doesn't have to be the one by the uh at the other yeah, end but of the, the group photo means everyone has to be in one spot yeah the one that we always go to is the one that's like on the way to the hotels past the park. Someone's going to have to show me where that is. Yeah. We, I mean, we're, we're going to be going to it like at least four times over the course of the weekend. <laughs> four? <laughs> at least. My co- my coworker still talks yes. about that time that we went with dot phase. <laughs> that was a good story. You want to talk about that story? <laughs> so yeah, dot was, <laughs> he had a, he had like a Nalgene bottle. And he kept asking for more water in a cup, and then he would pour it into his bottle, and then like immediately ask the waiter again, "Hey, man, can I get some more water?" I mean, come on, man, just some more water. <clears throat> and like <laughs> he did it like four times in a row. <laughs> we were and then at... they complete 
they messed up the whole order too. <laughs> yeah, we were at, we were at the Waffle House at like it had to have been like two in the morning or three in the morning. Yeah, so, so we were all like delirious already. It, the thing that still sticks out to me is that he ordered a a, a hash brown with cheese. <laughs> but, but they they pulled out a bowl of hash browns and it, it, it was as if they literally just like unwrapped a, an American single and threw it into the middle of the bowl. It oh, just that's had... what exactly what they do <laughs> every time. Like, yeah. But it was just it, like yeah, it was, so. It was so square, <laughs> sitting on top. It was. I don't, it, it was just one of those things that was just like it struck me the right way, and I, I laughed so hard. I laughed for like thirty minutes. Because it it didn't even cover the whole hash brown. It was just like a small portion, like maybe 20% of the entirety of the surface area of the hash brown. Dude, one time it actually pissed me off because you saying that American single thing reminds me. There was one time I got a an omelet from, I got a cheese omelet from Waffle House. And they literally put, they put the cheese in at the end every time. But this one time I got it, the egg wasn't even hot by the time they put the cheese in. So it was literally just like an egg and cheese slice sandwich. Like the cheese was not melted whatsoever. It was the most nasty thing I've ever eaten. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I was I'm typing at cozy in the chat. Are we are we talking about memories from Momocon yet, or are we? Gonna yeah, talk I mean, about... we might as well. I I think I hit every okay. major point. Uh, we definitely need to talk about Ferrari. Ferrari for real. (laughs) (laughs) That that was amazing because that was okay. So this was the day I actually I was actually there. It was uh, I got a free badge from someone, so I ended up going to MoCon and bad. Where we were like about to go to dinner, right? Yeah, we were waiting on somebody to come pick us up to then go to Argosy. I think is where we ended up going. Uh, yeah. We ended up going to Argosy. We were going to try a, a barbecue place first, but they Fox were like, crowded as hell. Yeah. But um, yeah, we were waiting out by the corner of the like where the Omni is, uh, waiting for our ride to show up. And <laughs> there's this this like old SUV. It's like stopped at the light. He's talking to one of the 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 female cosplayers that are on the street. And then he just suddenly drives off. His back door is open and a bunch of shit falls out and he just keeps going. The, the, the <laughs> trunk, the trunk opens up onto the, the main like road, like the yeah, main onto the road. onto it, Ivan Allen, I believe it was. Yeah. And it's, it's at the corner where like the parking deck is for the Omni and right outside where the, you know, that little crosswalk that's right outside there. <laughs> So, so his SUV like trunk door opens and all this stuff spills out. Like in a in that pile of junk, is like a car battery. There's like a a, yeah. ma- a maintenance manual. It was just a manual. bunch of stuff. It was like the user's. It was the owner's manual for his car, a car battery, a box of stuff. And I think, and I think what made it even funnier is that we're joking about what it could be, and it turned out to always be right. Yeah. <laughs> like, we were like, like, oh man, are those CDs? Oh man, it must be his fire mixtape. And then we go. Like, lo and behold, we pick up one of the CDs. It is actually. It is his. His actual mixtape. <laughs> for his own act. His name is Ferrari. For, Ferrari for real was his name. Ferrari for real is the YouTube channel. My coworkers Shit, found that one after still I up? retold them the story. Oh, I'm sure it is. So, like, what's ridiculous about it is that, like, within his promo stuff, like, he's got, you know, all these CDs are scratched up, so there's no way, you know, they got ran yeah, over. half of them are in the road, half of them are in the box still. And so, you know, I tried my best to, like, clean the road up, because it was just debris. And, like, the this cosplayer chick was laughing so hard, because apparently, like, he, like, she basically told him to, to F off and drive away, and he did. So we, we get his information, like I'm looking through his CDs and stuff, and I see he's got a phone number on there. I'm like, okay, okay, cool. And in the box, like, if someone can pull up a picture of him, Ferrari for real, like, you guys, you have to see this before I explain it, but in the box was one of his, like, what would you call it, like his show outfit or something, or he has a very distinct way of dressing, let, let's just put it that it way. was a stage outfit yeah his stage outfit and it seemed like pieces of his of his 
his ensemble. Of his ensemble were in there. Specifically, it was like this this jacket, right? It it had like puffy. Uh, shoot, man, it would just it would be so much easier if you can find a picture of it. It was a hoodie that was leopard print on the lining. <laughs> That's it. Shoot, he had like a Facebook page, right? Didn't he? Oh man, maybe. But like, you know, he had it, and that was on the the, the cover. Like, he had a printed, and it was really like poorly photoshopped together. <laughs> it was real distinct. That's just... <laughs> distinct. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> Stacks of cash, and like him in this particular hoodie. <laughs> man, I wish we could find a picture of him because it would it would just. Well, the what was funny is that you actually called him. <laughs> Right, because so, you, you looked on the, because you're like, oh man, that's his ja-, like, you're like, oh man, I think that might be his jacket over there. You know, we were sitting there waiting for a while. We got to actually like, like analyze. Yeah, this. we started looking through his stuff, and and so you go did- back over, you grab his jacket, and you realize, oh man, this is your jacket. Um, and we started talking. It's like, well, that's actually part of his like his stage perform like thing. He might yeah, actually yeah. want this back. So you look on the back of this one of the CDs, and it has a number to call. You for, like, for like bookings, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like I, I, I expected to hear like his manager or something, but no. It, lo and behold, it's Ferrari for real on the other line. Do you think this guy's got enough things to be have a manager? <laughs> I, he has man, a LinkedIn oh, profile. Oh man, I think I was I was done as soon as Hector's on the phone. He was like, "Is is this Ferrari?" <laughs> <laughs> And like, you can only imagine that this guy's probably got his hopes up because oh my god, someone, someone got, someone got my tape. Think, Someone's about to like try and call me about a booking. <laughs> He's like, yeah, your shit. It's all spelled out over Ivan Allen. You might want to go get it. I think I think I, I think I referred to him as Mister Ferrari, which like <laughs> we were we were in a car like trying to get a ride to go somewhere else, and I was trying so hard not to laugh, like. I'm sitting next to John and Wirt, and they're all laughing their heads off. I'm sitting there trying to keep the straightest face I could. I couldn't. It was just so ridiculous. And the funny thing is, like, yo, you know, we got your stuff. Like, we left it on the side of the road. I'm trying to explain to him, like, where it's at. Like, do you want your stuff? Do you want your jacket? <laughs> like, do you do you want it back? You want your car battery? This <laughs> seems like pretty important stuff. And he's like, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll, I'll come by later. Are you gonna stay there? I'm like, well. You know, and I tried to explain. I was like, "Well, we're already in a car. We're going to a restaurant. Probably won't be there, but I left it there for you." And then I thought, you know, okay, that that was it. That was the end of it. Dude calls back, like thirty minutes later, forty-five minutes later, and he's like, "Where's my stuff? Like, like what? Like, what are you talking about? Where's my stuff?" I never, I never talked to him again after that. But that was probably the most unexpected thing that happened to us during a Momocon. <laughs> <laughs> well then afterwards right then we get back it's dark now well past you know dinner time we got back and the stuff's still there <laughs> on the corner <laughs> maybe he realized that he only ever got calls because he left stuff and realized it was his new winning strategy <laughs> like, yeah, just dump your trash on, on, on a road and hopefully someone picks up your mixtape <laughs> Well, someone uh, did because it was gone in the morning. Yeah, but by by, by yeah. morning time, it had been picked up. But yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> did you keep the mixtape, man? Like I said, like all of them were scratched up. Like I don't know if that's, uh, just, that's a shame. If I, yeah, like exactly. Like I wouldn't have minded. What I posted, it. what I posted, is a YouTube video that is actually his music. Just just good? follow that link, and you can get a sample of Ferrari. He has a very Somebody good... asked me for a light, so I gave him one of the CDs. Because <laughs> it was fire. <laughs> oh, God. Two... The first 23 seconds, there's no music. Yeah. <laughs> he's, not oh, exactly, he's not exactly the most proficient music producer, if you couldn't guess. <laughs> I, forgot about, <laughs> I, for, I forgot about Made Man. But I think Made Man is his best track. But yeah, I haven't. I don't seen know, I'm a big fan of 2D booty YouTube. <laughs> I haven't. Seen I think it's before. hilarious that that's the only video that has over a hundred views, and it's probably because of the thumbnail. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Dude, this has like a thousand. This is more than any video I've ever posted has. 
for real, for real. Yeah, for real. I, I'm getting the impression he does. He hasn't made music in a while, unfortunately. What guess, a shame. I guess once he lost his jacket, he he had to hang it up. His his, uh, his LinkedIn profile and his Google Plus are pretty barren. He has a LinkedIn. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's a well, he's a professional rapper. What do you expect? The other fun story that we can talk about, I guess, briefly, is uh, is Ramen Con that happened last year. Oh boy! Was anybody here there? Anybody? Well, I don't think I don't think anybody was here in Ramen Con except for well, Cho. I was there. Cho and Wirt, yeah, Wirt uh, participated, and Cho ran the thing. Cho, are you still out of pocket? <laughs> he's he's muted here. In any case, His headphones are muted too. Yeah, he he seems to be completely muted. I'll post a link to this. But basically, this was the brainchild of Cho. This was right in the middle of uh, 2x spicy ramen fever. And for some reason, Cho thought this was a good idea. <laughs> I mean, it ended up being pretty funny, and no one no one got hurt. Or and nobody got kicked out, more importantly. Didn't Anthony come around, though, and be like, why the fuck did you bring a gas cooker next well, to my... Uh... Well, I found out about that after the fact, because I only recorded a like 10 people or so in this Momocon video, this ramen con. Then we went to go eat ramen somewhere else. Yeah, like we went to go eat ramen at a Japanese restaurant. And then after the fact, that's when I heard that stuff went down. But I mean, like I said, nobody nobody got hurt. Nobody got kicked out. Effectively, Cho brought a... Cho brought a bunch of stuff. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> and he brought... A, he brought a gas stove. A gas stove, like a portable gas stove. With extra canisters of gas... In, a, in like a briefcase. In, in How a, did they let him bring this in? Because it looked like your everyday like <laughs> air. It's all about confidence. Yeah, like he he walked he, he walked, walked right exactly. He, he he walked like he was supposed to be there with that stuff. Also, he had it in a rolling suitcase. That's it. Yeah, it was a rolling suitcase, and in that suitcase, in addition, he had a bunch of bottles of water. He had like several tomato juice, several two liter bottles of like V8 and tomato juice, bags of mints. Um, what else did he have in there? Obviously, had the ramen. He had a bunch of Hershey's kisses, like chocolate. Yeah, he brought a lot of chocolate because chocolate helps to drop the heat. <laughs> and <laughs> and he brought his folding chair, his famous folding chair. He brought two folding chairs, if I'm not mistaken. And his mahjong table. And he had a, he brought a mahjong table so that he could cook on it. Very impromptu. It took like three trips to to his car, put everything together, and then he had several bags of the the 2x ramen. And basically, the idea was just to cook it up, have people enter and see who could eat it the fastest, like eat a bowl the fastest. And Joe like basically cooked it right there in the middle of Tokyo Attack. We were sort of like in be- in the void between Tokyo Attack setup and like the Smash stage where they were having like Smash semifinals or something. So there's like a little gap in between there, and that's where we set up. That video is the result. I- I- I'm not gonna go over every single event, but basically somebody won, and he had some prizes. I think he had like a Hello Kitty doll and a twenty dollars subway card or something like that. <laughs> we were this hoping... just sounds like leftover stuff he had in his wallet. No, oh, he... do I have my wallet no, to no, give no, away? No, 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 He and... went out of his way to get yeah. those. <laughs> On the contrary, he he stopped by a store and went to pick up these prizes specifically for for this thing. That's actually hilarious. So shout outs to Cho for actually throwing together a really, I mean, despite unofficial, it actually ran pretty well. I think probably going to run better than our sound Voltex tournament. <laughs> well, Joe said, Joe said he's not going to do it again this year because it, it was a lot of work for him and, you know, it was difficult for him to do. We were trying to convince him to maybe try to do it again. Well, we tried to convince him to do it, like, officially, but I don't think he ever put in the paperwork, so and I don't think it pulled it ever got pulled off. But that was a very fun, impromptu event that tends to happen. I just got to the knowing glance in the video. <laughs> <laughs> so that famous emoji... Right there. I for some reason we had a uh, we had dot phase be like the hype man before the event. Like I guess it was about an hour before we actually started the cooking ramen. And he man, there is I caught some stuff and put it in the video, but there was so much stuff that I should have been recording at the time because it was hilarious. He was the most energetic hype man I've ever seen, trying to sell the idea of a ramen contest to people and 
he flagged down probably like 30 or 40 people before we decided to start. And in that video, like he looked at me when he was trying to explain to somebody how hot it was, like the ramen was. <laughs> but he was like, it's not that he was misleading. It's just that he wasn't properly, I think, describing how hot this stuff actually got. So he gave me a, a funny little look off to the side. And we call it a knowing glance, and that's that's where that emoji came from. <laughs> I need to be a this server emoji. Well, we I made it for Japan, but I mean it, it would be up to. Uh, well, I, I guess technically we could add it if we had extra spaces. But yeah, that's Dot Phase looking at me because he knows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he was saying like it's not that hot, right? Yeah, it's not that hot. It's not that hot. And then he gave me that look, so I captioned it appropriately. So yeah, come to Momocon if you want to have fun with a bunch of fools <laughs> and play music games at the same time. I'll be there. I uh, Actually, I'm going to be volunteering for the convention itself. That's how I got my badge. Uh, but I'm going, to, I'm going to be doing, uh, you know, I'll be making the best that I can to hang out with folks and stuff. I, I always spend a lot of time in the arcade anyway, so... If you see I actually me, can't see believe it. it's only like a week away. I know, feels right? like it's been, yeah, it feels okay. like it's forever away always. It's quite, it's quite literally a week away. So, yeah, if you see me, just shout out, you know, let's hang out. We can probably get something. I think most days I'm working, at, they, they expect me to work a certain number of hours. So, But I tried to do all my schedule. Thursday, I'm, I'm going to be in the evening, but Saturday and Sunday, I'm pretty much going to be busy from like 12 to 4 or something like that. So like I'll be working for your job or at the con? No, at the con. Like, I'm, I'm going to be doing stuff. I'm going to be checking out panels. Like, that's my job. I have to go. I have to go to panels and like take notes and stuff like that. It's pretty. Did you easy. do that last year? I did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. It's not terrible. Is, like, is basically... there a schedule anywhere? Oh uh, yeah, schedule's already up. It's up on the I website. Think, I think they've like updated the their app a couple times. I don't think it's completely updated, but it's at this point it's mostly updated because uh, well it has to be because all the volunteers need it to yeah. do their jobs. So no, at I, least the map was there. That's all I was worried about. Yeah. Yeah, check it out. Schedule's there. Yeah, it's there. They even have it on a Google Plus document. I'll be setting up right next to the uh, right next to Tokyo Attack, helping with the land party. Cool. I'll but, be sure uh, to drop by then. I'll, say, be, I say I'll, be the, I'll be helping the day before, and maybe I can convince the guys to get you a little bit of internet for whatever. Hello? Hello. You made it. Sorry, I was eating popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the dot. This is the knowing glance right here. What happened? I got tagged. <laughs> I got pinged, and I was like, what? And I just see my face. <laughs> <laughs> Take a guess what we talked about. The show is all about Momocon. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, ain't more, that ain't no more Ruchin. Ruchin. <laughs> It's that Samyang. Hey, man, I got some my drops for you right here. <laughs> yeah, Dot Phase was clowning the whole time. It, it was it was a lot of fun. <laughs> you should tell the story about that guy that, that you were clowning on with the ad drops while you were here. <laughs> Which one? The, like when he came up Which and he, he, he was acting like he was, he was all tough stuff. Oh, man, that dude was acting so hard, bro. <laughs> I don't know. Like, who is he cosplaying? Nope. Who was he? It was a Naruto character, right? It was Hinata or something, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, man. Man, he walked up, though. I was like, you know, I'm just sitting there with the bag of ramen telling everybody you want to step into the gates of hell. You know, try this ramen. And people are like, oh, no, nah, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. This dude was like, I eat hot shit for a living. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, man. All right. And he was just talking up so much like, yeah, man. Yeah, man. You know, I'm from the South. You know, I eat a lot of hot food. I eat a lot of hot chicken. I eat a lot of hot everything, man. I'm like, all right, man. All right, man. We'll, we'll see what you can do, man. He's like, all right. His time comes up, and, like, he immediately just got quiet. <laughs> Cho, <laughs> Cho was like, you, you, are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? He's like, yeah, absolutely. And Cho, of course, you know, just pulling all the noodles out of the, the pot you know, into the, the paper bowl. And he's looking at it, and he's like, oh, I got to put the seasoning packet in myself. And and the first thing <laughs> and the first thing I said, I was like, it's not a seasoning packet, man. <laughs> it's like a liquid. It's like a liquid oil pack. And he's like, what? 
And when he poured it, he just looked at it, and you could just, it looked like he, like, when somebody accidentally spills gasoline at a gas station. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's his fucking face. Sorry. But, but man, his, the first bite, he, he, he led with the lips, and, that, and that's what Zyber was trying to tell people. Do not, do not lead with your lips. Bite it with your teeth. And and just don't let your lips touch the noodles, man. Well, this dude let all of his lips touch touch the noodles, <laughs> and, <laughs> and let's not forget. Before he sat down, I pulled out eye drops from my pocket and I set it down the side because he looked like he was getting nervous. <laughs> we make him dig his own grave. <laughs> but he was talking so much hype, man. So much hype. And I think what was in the video, he took like one, two bites and he was just like immediately not uh like you done. saw it like it was boiling in his mouth and he was you could just you could hear it just <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that is that the bull that wart ate? I'm not I'm not too sure. I think it might have been. Yeah, yeah. Wart <laughs> picked it up afterwards and finished it off for him. Some, we'd already thrown away like an entire bowl. I was like, "Oh no, 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 no! You don't have to waste it." <laughs> and he just, and he just disappeared. He came back though, and he was like, he was still like tripping, man. And then, and then he explained to me how it was so hot. I was like, "Bro, I was trying to tell you, man." He was like, "Bro, you didn't tell me it was that hot." I was like, "Bro." I told you about the step through the gates of hell. He's like, "But that's not that hot." I'm like, "Okay, man." Like, like, but yeah. Who, who, what, what Naruto character is he cosplaying? Uh, I don't know. Oh yeah, he, he's he, Hinata. He, he... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. yeah that, okay, that, that that whole thing is in the video. So if you guys want to check that out, it's amazing. <laughs> oh lord. Oh god. I need to calm down. All right. So yeah, so, yeah. Dot's gonna be there next week too, right? Yes. Are you guys just talking about Momocon? Sorry, I've been so busy at work that I haven't been in touch with life. But yes, I will be here, or I'll be at Momocon for four days next weekend, of course, yes. Yes. I will be the same. It's going to be a great time. What? (laughs) Boy. Yeah, I know, man. You're actually making it this year, bro. Yep, and Victor will be there for the first, at least the first two days. Oh, hype, dude, you're bringing him out. Yeah, free badge for the kids, so why not? What? Seriously, I didn't know that. Yeah, nine and under, free. That's what I was trying to tell you, Dot. Like, if you bring your wife, you had a badge. I mean, now you gave it to Disco, but bring your wife, you can bring your kids, and they'll be coming for free. As long as they're nine or under. Leia Lacey's ten, so she could stay home. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm (laughs) not. No, I'm I'm sorry, Lacey, you gotta stay. <laughs> but daddy, how am I gonna leave? No, no, just stay just stay in your room. I'll, I'll buy you I'll buy you like ten Totinos party pizzas. That will leave you going. <laughs> don't, eat all, don't eat them all at the same time. <laughs> don't burn down the What's your favorite snack? I'll hook it up. <laughs> but, I mean what's what's forbidding you from just saying the kid is nine? Like what are they gonna check the passport? Uh, that's a good point. Like they don't have IDs. That's illegal. It's illegal, and we're talking about it on a podcast that's being recorded. Trek, how bad of you? Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never done that before in my whole entire life. <laughs> yeah, water, water parks. <laughs> water parks. <laughs> the point is, they're kids. I mean, come on, it's, it's fun for the whole family. Calm down. <laughs> All right, well, you you caught us like right at the end of the show. We're, we're right at the hour mark. Um, oh wow! But I Sorry. mean, it's it's all good. I mean, you you made it right on time for the best story of the night. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and uh, sign us off here. Let me let me bring up this uh, beautiful theme song. Gotta love f- uh, copyright free stuff. Although I've heard that. Even copyright-free stuff is technically not copyright-free anymore. I don't know if you guys heard about that. There's some group that's like trying to go claim things on YouTube that are technically copyright-free. I don't know. It's a it's a long story. Maybe we'll save it for another show. But anyway, I just want to go ahead and sign off for the night. Thank you for listening to another episode. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for everybody who's listening in here in the chat room. 
you guys uh, make this fun to do, so I appreciate you guys sticking around. Anyway, right. I will see you guys probably in a week. All right. So everybody say goodbye. Hey, Hector, bring those cards. I'm going to bring those cards. Don't forget. I haven't forgotten. I pulled them out exactly for you. All right, goodbye. Bye. 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 See you.